Hey, we're going to start today with a bit of honesty. I really did not want to tackle today's topic, masculine and feminine. Those words bring up so much controversy that their mere mention can lead to an explosion of epic proportions. But today we're going to dive into the realm where masculine and feminine distill down to simple energies that love to dance together. If you'd like to come along, then thank you for choosing to spend your precious moments with me. I'm Melinda Perkins, and this is Your Longevity Lifestyle, the podcast where we have real conversations about real ways you can live longer, healthier, and more in flow. Okay, so it's no secret that I really don't like those two terms, masculine and feminine, male, female, whatever. I think we've abused, butchered, and left them to die in a mangled heap of ugly energy. But today, here is my attempt to resurrect their essence, their energies, in order to tell the story of their beautiful synergy. You see, when the divine masculine and the divine feminine energies are set free to work their magic in tandem, seamlessly entwined in a dance of grace and power, this is where deliberate creation thrives. So how did I end up delving into a topic that I didn't want to have anything to do with? Well, here's my story. I have always written from inspiration, right? I go out into the world. I see interesting things that spark questions in my mind. I contemplate them and tap those ideas out on my keyboard. I've been doing this for years And even though this process seems natural, it actually rarely flows, or it flows in a timing that is not super streamlined. So many, many, many times in my life, I have given up on writing. I've put it in the too hard basket. I decided I just wasn't cut out for it. Then I would get this fabulous idea that would hammer away in my brain so hard that I would have to pound on the keyboard just to get it to go away. And I would write again until the next time that I felt it was just too hard and I sucked at it and I was just going to give up. Then a few years ago, right after my parents died, I sat down with a heavy heart. I needed to expunge. And since then, I've actually never stopped writing, even when it didn't flow. And to be honest, it often didn't flow. There was a quote in my sophomore English classroom that said something about writing being easy. All you had to do is poise your pen above a clean piece of paper until the blood dripped off your forehead and onto the page into recognizable words. And that is exactly what it feels like for me sometimes. But over the summer, I was at my sister's and I would, you know, I had, I had my summer off. So I would have, I would start my mornings in the way that I wanted to start them with exercise and meditation. And something came out of a meditation one day that totally changed the way that I write and the way that I look at things. I came out of meditation that day and I instantly put my fingers to the keys. It was like they were itching to, to get get some things out. And, and I really didn't do it on purpose, but I had this idea that begged me to express it. So once I got done with that one, another idea flowed from that. And by the end of the day, I had three complete blog posts. And 
that's very unusual for me. It usually takes three days to completion of a singular post. That's my normal writing experience. I write it down and I have an idea and that goes down and then I run into a dead end and I give it up and then I come back to it and hammer on it a little bit more and then go away because it's too hard. And then eventually it it comes together into something that I like and I'm proud of. But this day was so different that I had to share it with you. It took me a few days of like sitting down and at my computer and trying to make it happen again and pondering what was different, what was so different about that day. And it finally hit me that I had actually melded the concepts that I had been playing with in my mind, which were the divine masculine and feminine energies. For a few weeks then, I had been playing with these, the synergy of body, mind, spirit, right? And what actually kept coming up for me were two symbols when, when I, or a bunch of symbols, but they only had two categories and these were the masculine and feminine symbols. So in numerology, the number one of confidence, power, and action, and number two, grace, intuition, influence. And then chakras, root chakra and sacral chakra. And I've told you my story about my hips and and how painful that was and really how painful it was to actually produce something after that and and delve into where I had to go to get the pain to go away. Um, And then, of course, there was the yin and yang symbol. And all of these symbols kept coming to me, whether I was in meditation or not. And I really, really didn't want to look at the masculine and feminine stuff. I didn't want to tackle it. I didn't want it to be part of what I was doing. But obviously my subconscious thought otherwise. The universe had other plans for me. And what I realized is that in melding together of the body, mind, spirit and braiding those together and and talking about the energy, the power that comes out of those, out the other side, it's obviously time for all opposites to have a braiding of some sort, to come toward common goals. Before we go too far, because this is such a hot topic, it's important to clarify a few things. Now, I love to make up my own definitions of overused and abused terms, and that's precisely what we're going to do here. We're going to define them. So let's start with the basics, energies. Now, I'm talking about masculine and feminine, not as physical manifestations of creatures great and small on the planet, but as pure forms of energy or divine energy. Now, philosophies and religions around the world that tap into the energies of the planet have felt two very distinct forms, and they each have their own representations of these. And I've mentioned a few before, Taoism with the yin and yang. Now, traditional Chinese medicine talks about the importance of balancing these. And then you have Hinduism with the god Shiva and the goddess Shakti. Now, yogis also deal with these energies. And there's even even a a form of yoga that that works with these, these energies specifically, the goddess Shakti and the god Shiva. 
And then you come to my favorite, which is Reiki and energy healing and the chakras. In energy healing, these two are split very evenly across the chakras, masculine being the root, solar plexus, throat, and the right side of the body. Feminine being sacral, heart, third eye, and the left side of the body. And the importance in energy healing is balancing those, just like it is in traditional Chinese medicine and in yoga. So this is where we're going today. We're coming back around to my definitions. When we talk of feminine energies, we're going to talk of intuitive, collaborative, creative, empathetic. And when we're talking about masculine, we're going to talk about analytical, competitive, goal-directed, objective. And when we talk about melding these two together, it's in this like beautiful dance of not necessarily just balancing, but allowing them to unfold together. And already it's easy to see how if they're all in balance and we let them have creative expression, we can access a full spectrum of tools intuitive, analytical, creative, goal-directive. And how powerful can we be when these are unleashed in perfect tandem in our lives toward deliberate creation? So when the masculine and feminine first started coming up for me, it was when I was reworking my business plan, right? And I had all these like big ideas, but I didn't know what to do with them. And when these symbols started coming up, I immediately went, oh, okay, I know how to work with the masculine and feminine. I've heard it said that you tap into your intuition and you use your open-hearted creativity for the ideas, and then you pass that project over to the action-oriented logical side to get the job done, right? It seems super easy, and that's pretty much what I put in my business plan. <laughs> and then I started looking at things a little bit deeper, and I realized that it's easier said than done. I am so used to having the division of them that it's clunky when I try to actually put them together. For example, in my daily practice, it looked like I was melding the two very nicely. Most mornings I would meditate to clear the blocks and maybe get some inspiration, which I would write down. And then I would continue with my plan for the day, powering through my to-do list with a fervor. And then at the end of the day, I might do another round of tapping or some meditation to release some things that might've come up over the day. And yes, I was calling upon both aspects, but I wasn't actually letting them near each other. And I, I compartmentalize them even in the, the segments of my day. Now, the difference is so subtle that it was super hard for me to see how much I was doing that and, and how, how I, I took my feminine side and I hid it away in an acceptable place. I put it in meditation at the very beginning. I put it in meditation at the very end. I let it um, feed me some ideas. But then when I wanted to get down to work, I used really pretty much all of my masculine side. And after that super productive day of writing, I really felt the power of synergy, but I didn't really know how to replicate it. And this is where things got very edgy for me. I started to study each side and in myself and look at how I was using each aspect of my energies and then started to kind of paint a picture of where they might come together. 
And it was actually then that I realized that I had almost completely buried my feminine energies a super long time ago to the point where like every time that I would step away from anything, I talked about stepping away from my writing. I was stepping away from my, my, from my feminine side, from that aspect of creativity that was going, Hey, let's write about this. And, and I was trying to hammer out when I was trying to hammer things out on the page. It was from that masculine side without pulling in the creative side and asking it um, for ideas first. So I, what I figured out through meditation and writing and journaling, and I finally kind of got to the bottom of things through like some pretty ugly journaling sessions. And what I figured out is that I saw the ways that feminine power was wielded in my life. Now I use feminine powder in quotate power <laughs> in quotations, right? Because it's not like the real power of the feminine energies. This is like more, more masculine adaptations of feminine power and how that was wielded in my life by by the by the women and the men in my life and i decided that i preferred to fight with swords and not guilt and shame so i decided that when it came to life i was just going to pick up my hammer and hammer it out you know and and make things happen and staying in contact with my intuition but not letting it out to play in the real world became more a method of survival. I didn't want to be too open-hearted or empathetic or psychically sensitive. Those qualities to me seemed very soft in this world that was obviously not soft. I didn't see the power that it truly takes to set them free or the gentleness with which we can act, speak, and take command. And so like when those come together, that's, that's what you see is them acting on each other. And, and so the feminine helps to soften the hard edges of the masculine and the masculine helps to, to make the feminine more robust. So as I contemplate this new paradigm, and as I did then, I began to see the importance of softness. Both the masculine and feminine energies have a softness to them. And this is what unfolds when we allow ourselves to be led by our energies, not wield them like a weapon of any sort. And when I talk about the weapons of, of the feminine, and I know there's weapons of the masculine as well, and I don't really like those either, but, but the weapons of the feminine to me are guilt and shame and judgment and derision. And I just had enough of those. I think we all have had enough of those. The world has had enough of the mangled forms of masculine and feminine as, we, as we've been fed. And once we get to the very essence of what these masculine energy powers and feminine energy powers are, and we begin to let them play together, and we begin to let ourselves be guided toward them, then they're out in front guiding us, right? Not finding a path and slashing their way through the thicket. So 
to paint a picture of how I think this works. When I came out of meditation that day and I put my hands on the keyboard and let the ideas flow, that was the crossover point where the masculine and feminine worked in tandem. And then when I took those words that I had written and sharpened them for clarity and added the SEO and formatted them for readability and then scheduled them for release, that was where I let the masculine take the helm. The result felt like super productive and satisfying and successful. And to me, this is just the beginning of the exploration of that synergy between these two seeming opposites. I've been working with this for a while, and I have kind of developed a method that I'd like to share with you to help you begin to allow your masculine and feminine energies out to play, or if you already are, how to get them to dance this very natural dance together. Um, And the sequence goes like this. Number one, define and I always start with this in everything that I do and the, because these terms are so convoluted. From the time that we are born into these bodies we, with certain characteristics, we're told what's right and wrong for our particular flavor of human. So the first step is to undo and let go and axe all of these silly notions and decide for ourselves what is divine feminine energy. And how does it feel and how does it work in our lives? And what is divine masculine energy and how does it feel and how does it work into our lives? So first of all, you define for yourself. And I've done this for myself and for the the purpose of this podcast, but it's now your turn to make these definitions for yourself. And number two is to notice. So, so just begin by taking stock of where the divine masculine and divine feminine show up in your life. Where do they already play? Do you compartmentalize them like I did in my daily schedule, flipping back and forth between the two and, and making them look like they're working together, but keeping them very, very separate? Or do you already let them out to play together in some ways? And the best way to do this is to list it out on the page and get a really good visual of it. So you can do it in your phone or on your computer or or draw a picture or however you do it, but get a really good picture, a really good visual of, of where they actually exist in your life now. And then number three is to ask where or how or when can I let them entwine? And like I said before, if they're already doing it, how can you let them do it for more time or more naturally or more intentionally? Um, And start small. I love atomic habits and their two minute rule. So we carve out two minutes no matter where we are, just to focus on this one aspect to let ourselves experiment with these two different energies and and see how they play Um, and see where we can let them play a little bit more together. And, And it'll be kind of obvious, I'm guessing, once you get this visual of your schedule, um, it'll be very obvious to show when, um, when you can let them, them play. And I would recommend actually scheduling it in, write it down. Um, 
do do something so that you can say, all right, I'm going to let them play a little bit more. And like if you if you get ideas in the shower, right, then go after your shower and make make a concerted effort to write these things down and then implement them. If it's inspiration that you get out of the shower, write it down, implement it. If it's a song, write it down and do something with it. But take that inspiration and make it something tangible or any other way that you that you can see to allow these two to play together. And then the last thing is repeat it. The more you do these things and the more you let them play together, the closer they get to that very natural dance. So let me just recap. The four steps are Number one, define. You got to define these terms for yourself. And there's a freedom in that, in being able to go, yeah, all right, I've been taught all these things, but what do I think about it? And just, just get really honest with yourself. And then number two, notice. Notice where they already are at play in your life. And then number three, ask where or when or how you can let them roam more freely in what area. And number four, repeat, do it more and more and see how, how exciting it is when you can use these, when you can see the power of when they start to dance together. Finally, we're going to take this all back to where we started, deliberate creation. To me, now it's obvious in the phrase that it takes both the masculine deliberate action, charging forward energy, and the creative, flowing, intuitive energy to effectively manifest consciously in our world. Deliberate creation is the essence of our longevity lifestyle. In order to flow our most powerful energies toward our most vibrant visions, we will be tapping into these two aspects of ourselves. And the best way to do this is by letting them naturally emerge and meld together. Once we acknowledge them and feel them and begin to work with them, we start to see them everywhere in perfect synergy. For me, this was the missing piece of the puzzle. It took a long time for me to acknowledge it, longer to process it. In fact, I'm still processing it. And it will be an ongoing unfolding to truly entwine these two powerful forces and thread them through my life. Whether you're manifesting a new car or a new job or a new direction in your business, I hope every step of this dance is as pleasurable as witnessing the frolicking of the two robust energies within you. So go out there and deliberately create your longevity lifestyle because the world needs your particular brand of awesome. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to meet up with me, there are lots of free ways in the show notes. Check out the free resources on my website or the short digestible bits of information across my social media, Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day.